Yo, 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 this is Rock Baller, and you are listening to The 45. And this your boy, Sebo, and I'm on The 45. What up, Sebo? It's been a long time, man. What's up, Rock? It seems like it's been 45 days. 45 months. <laughs> but man, I'm happy to be episode... back on The 45. Count the number out. Count What number is this? Man, this is episode 009 of the 45. 009, and I'm feeling fine. Dig up off in some basketball tonight. Let's let's go. Hey, man, I don't, I don't know if you caught it, but I caught it. All of you suckers that say women's hoops ain't really exciting or anything. Man, I watched Notre Dame versus you can. Notre, like my dad. Notre, 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 Notre Dame versus Notre University Dame. of Connecticut. Connecticut. So, what'd you take from the game, Rock? Because we all know Rock Baller loves women's basketball. Hey, man. So, well, for, let's talk first about thing it. I talk, I, I took from the game is that if you weren't watching that, you's a sucker. That was some entertaining oh, basketball. Okay. Like, them girls was out there hooping. I want to just jump out there right quick. Man, that block. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marina, but uh, Nelson Adota, she came through that lane and well, pow, pow, your shot. <laughs> that was me. Hey, I, I that girl, she, she, she a little something special. Her height and her, her kind of agility, that, that's, that's going to be something new in that UConn jersey. But. The big thing I saw out there tonight is what I'm sure that everybody that watched the game saw. Kristen Williams. Whoa. Wow. That young lady is a hooper. So if you if you're not familiar well, with you UConn, if you're not familiar with UConn and you wonder why me and Sebo kind of wilding about this name, Kristen Williams is a freshman. And a freshman, a true freshman, a, a, a regular freshman, regular, <laughs> a regular freshman. And she, she gave them 28 tonight, 28, not, not 28 minutes. Cause she played 40 minutes. Like she was out there pretty much the whole, she was out there the whole time. <laughs> she gave them 28 parts. Like your, like your old, like your old grandmama would have said back in the day. If you had a real good game, perks, she had, she had so many points, you got to call them perks. 28 perks tonight. Oh, Bruh, 11 me, of 16, 11 of 16 shooting. Line. There you go. She is efficient. Two, two for four from the three-point line. And here, here, the biggest thing ain't even the perks, though. It ain't even the perks. It's the fact, <laughs> it's the fact that this girl literally out there like she ain't scared of nothing. She's not, nothing. That girl is nothing. N u f f i n. Nothing. That girl is the truth. So, I, and she she lefty, ain't she? She a southpaw. It, it, it surprises me. It it throws me off a little bit. Her whole game, because her her demeanor, her demeanor when talking and when you just looking at her and when you looking at her just function without the basketball in her hands. You're like, no way she gonna give him 28 parents. Cause her demeanor <laughs> is so it's so humble. 
so it is. respectful. It is so classy. It is so team oriented. You just sure there's no player like this that's gonna hit them with 28 parents. Man, it's a fresh of breath of air, man. You you don't get young humble hoopers like that anymore. But that girl is a killer, yes, she man. Is. I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't expect. I would. That. I don't think anybody in the in the world was on the road against the defending national champions. Yes, dropping twenty eight. Come on, man. Like UConn. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I thought UConn was gonna get beat. I really did. I thought UConn was gonna get beat for them to win eighty nine to seventy one on the road with Katie Lou playing. You know, she had a rough game. Katie Lou, though, was yeah. nice about Katie Lou. Freshman step up had 28. What's nice, what's on, nice about Katie Lou is she can have a rough game and and still play good because she she does so many things. Like, I think she had, like, she had, like, about five or six boards, five or six assists. Like, she's kind of all over the place. So, she can have yeah, a rough is. game. Uh, and it wasn't that bad. You know, like, like five or six. Five or let me look, five or sixteen shooting. I mean, that's I mean, that was like that that's was like bad. every game, but I shot. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Like, and more, mine was more like five or thirty because I was putting them up, baby. I was letting them go. But uh, but like I I, I like her game. I think it's gonna fit well with this uh, Williams girl. But man, this girl is no joke. I. I Man, that's girls, the truth, you guys. Hey, I know y'all like, man, y'all hurry up on the 45, get to the NBA, get to some other stuff. I'm telling you, you need to sit down and watch this young lady play. She, this girl Straight cool, up baller. Part of the reason that they won, too, is that Notre Dame kind of beat themselves out a little bit. Uh, I mean, they, like, they they didn't play terrible because they, they – it was kind of a close game for majority of the game. They kind of, you know, they kind of pushed you. Yeah. But the problem that I have, and I got to call my girl out, is uh, Marina Mabry. Uh, she mm-hmm. can't have a game where she has one assist and they win. She's got to, yeah. she's got to, she's got to create a little bit more from the from the top of the key uh, as far as just initiating offense and getting them into the they good spots and it's and 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 I have a problem with you having one assist and Agumba Wale's on your team. That's that's kind of automatic <laughs> buckets if you're really looking for her, even though she was like over six from three tonight. Like she was struggling out there. One of them three she took the whole the it was like was it even gonna reach the the paint when she pulled up. It's like what was what's going on? But um yeah they, they was all like they was all struggling a little bit. Well, in major Division One basketball or basketball period nowadays, you shoot one for twelve from the three point lose. line, especially at home, you're gonna lose that game. But one thing about Notre Dame, Notre Dame. that <laughs> that I don't worry about is they always get yeah, better later in the season. As the season progresses, like by tournament time, you don't. Of course, you know we all know that you don't want to see them ladies on the court. No. so I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even worry about this. Just a little gauge. Lost a tough one at home, but they'll be all yeah. right. I don't even worry about Notre Dame, especially the regular season. Yeah, we're not going to sweat it. We're not going to sweat it. Beautiful game, though. If you ain't watching – It was a, it was a good game. Watching, it was if a you good ain't game. watching women's basketball, 
Hey man, start with start with something like that. Go back and watch the replay because they're probably gonna replay it on the three or on the U. Go back and watch the replay. Go check out the highlights, man. That, that's want to see. It'll it'll let you understand about women's basketball and how far they done come. Like they they out there balling, balling. I'll I'll say this, then we'll move on. But for a early December game, that was a high level. Women's basketball oh, game. Beautiful. That was it. Was high level. It was beautiful. It was it was intense. It was beautiful. I found myself in squat position a few times. You know when I when I watch a game and it's kind of intense, I kind of get right in front of the TV and man, I squat. Man, if you don't stop that, hey, man, I got a squat. I love I love <laughs> I love watching basketball so much. I I can't just sit still. I got a squat. Like right now, just talking about ball, I'm sitting here twirling, ripping up little uh, napkins. <laughs> You know my little twirl up napkin thing. I gotta do it, man. I can't. I can't help it. I get so excited when I'm talking about ball. The boy is six foot five, squat. But man, let's move off of the UConn game. Let's. And what do you want to talk let's about? Jump in the, you know we gotta get to the league. Jump, you know we gotta get to the NBA. Let's jump into the NBA, man. I just want to bring up something real quick. Uh, you watching the forty five? Just in case you jumping in in the middle, you watching the forty five. The 45. Where we talk for 45 minutes, and it's about basketball, basketball, and then at the hey, end, man. we talk about basketball. Exactly. So, uh, uh, Dennis Smith got his grill busted. Oh! And I didn't like it, man. I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it at all. I'm, tell- I'm telling you what. Patrick Beverly. You're not? Man, I like how intense he is. I like that. He's probably one of the seven guys in the NBA that actually plays defense, that tries on the defensive seven. end. <laughs> but if there's a little altercation or the ball's on the ground, bro, get away from this dude, man. I, I, he's taking out knees. He's taking out front teeth. You taking he's out. He's trying to hurt him. He, he knocked out Dennis Smith's tooth. And when he I say did. he knocked it out, he wasn't trying to knock out his tooth, but he was trying to hit him in the mouth unnecessarily. He was. He was coming for him. You, he, he dove on the ball, and there was a little wrestle. And when he couldn't actually just get full control of the ball, he said, I'm just going to bow this young fella in the mouth. You can see the elbow move towards the mouth, and he was like, hell, take that. that right there. Then when he hit him, he was like, dang, I might have hit him a little too hard. And then he tried to grab him, like console him. And yeah, tried to. Like, get off me. Yeah, tried to comfort him. Yeah, don't, <laughs> tried to, hold tried to hug. Up. You don't bow me in the mouth and then hug me on the floor. We laid up. We laid in the middle of the paint, like like Avery Johnson would say in the paint. We laid. The in, paint. We laid in the paint, and you hugging me, bro. He took that boy's tooth out. He took his tooth purpose, out. As soon man. as he hit him, Dennis Smith knew my tooth is gone because he immediately started looking for it. Now here, this man at the dentist office either tonight or first thing in the morning because because of Beverly man the dude is dirty man yeah he that I don't care what he said that was dirty that was that was extremely dirty i don't care like play hard bro play hard all you want to don't just throw your elbow on me especially if we on the floor we on yeah. the floor like come on man like 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 back up back up and uh speaking of speaking of Dennis Smith's tooth and all that keeping with the uh lead man them boys ain't playing half bad out there in Dallas. If the no, they're not. If the playoffs was to start right now, 
and that's what I want to get into. That's what I really want to get into is how you feel about how this this uh, year is shaping up so far versus how you felt about how it was going to be at the beginning of the year. Them, them Dallas boys, if the playoff was to start right now, they make the playoffs. They would be the AC. They'd be the AC. They'd be the AC. So let me run it down for everybody right right quick in the Western Conference because that's where we're going to start, right? Well, I mean. So <laughs> Denver number one. The Clippers would be the two seed. Uh-huh. OKC the three seed. Ding, ding, so ding, OKC, ding. OKC the four is seed. three over Golden State right now? Yes. Nice. The four seed, the Golden State Warriors, the fifth seed. Yeah! The Los yeah! Angeles Lakers. I don't like that because we play Golden. We would play Golden State the first round. Golden, okay. Somebody, but, something got to change. We got, we, got, we got so many games to go. The sixth seed, big up to the Memphis Grizzlies. They won't be there. The seventh seed would be the Trailblazers. And the eighth seed is the team you just mentioned, the Dallas freaking Mavericks. So, but the only thing about that, bro, is the Pelicans, the Rockets, the Kings, the Spurs, and the Timberwolves. Heck, even the Jazz are like a, a game, game behind them. Yeah. Of the AC and and so, Dallas won't hold it. So Memphis, go. Memphis, <laughs> Memphis, <laughs> unpack all that. Memphis, unpack all oh, that. Zipper. <laughs> so let me let me go back through again. Uh, Denver will not be the first seed at the end of the year. Okay. The Clippers will not be the second seed at the end of the year. Okay. OKC will not be the third seed at the end of the year. Okay. Memphis will not be in the playoffs at the end of the year. Okay. Dallas will not be in the playoffs at the end of the year. Portland borderline might not be depending on so so Portland, <laughs> you can't take everything out of the playoffs yes i can because there's there's three sitting down there at the bottom a possible four that's probably gonna end up sliding up in one of them spots utah gonna take one of those spots you agree right no, I don't. So you don't think Utah gonna gonna hold it, gonna pull it together and get that A spot? I think Utah is gonna be right there on the outside looking in all season long. I just, I don't think the Jazz are. I don't think they're as good as everybody thinks they are. I really don't. Outside of um, Donovan Mitchell, I don't think people just aren't showing up. And Rubio is just being exposed. I mean, he's been being exposed for the last I don't know how many years. But he he kind of held his own last year, but this year he can't he can't put two consecutive seasons, <laughs> good seasons back. But he can't do it. And I'm telling you, man, the Jazz they're gonna they're they're gonna be on that. He can't go back to back like Drake, huh? Uh, uh-uh, he can't. Ain't many people can go back to back like Drake. <laughs> I tell you, uh. So okay, let me let me ask you these questions. New Orleans and Houston, are they in the playoffs? Houston, yes. New Orleans. So Houston takes whose place? Memphis, Portland, or Dallas? I say probably the safe pick would be Dallas. Okay. So San Antonio. 
Man. In or out. I tell you what's messing it up. <laughs> the Clippers and Dallas is what's messing up this whole thing because them Clippers, that's kind of that is that is the surprise of the season to me. The Clippers. But I tell you why it's not so surprising. It's because they play different than just about everybody else in the league, maybe outside of Memphis. Mm-hmm. But they play different than everybody else. They'll take some threes, but they have a complete team. They, they just do. got a bunch they of do. dudes running out there jacking up three-pointers, which Popovich obviously is tired of, and he wants nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I say San Antonio doesn't last this year because when your coach starts talking like that, you probably ain't – they probably won't make the playoffs. Man, it's 2018. We've got to go into 2019, man. It's – you better shoot some threes. Run and gun, and you you fire some threes. You better launch some threes. I really don't like it that that much either. You, I kind of like some you, real hooping, but hey, I do too. You, but you better accept it as a NBA coach, or you gonna be you gonna be sitting on on the twelfth seat. You're gonna be you're gonna <laughs> like be fishing. You gonna be fishing. San Antonio, they got lakes. <laughs> I think they do got lakes. <laughs> they gonna be fishing on one of those lakes. Uh, so, so, but getting back to the Clippers, yeah. I think they're not going to stay in the two seed, but the Clippers are going to keep their head above water, and they're going the Clippers are going to be in the playoffs. Why are they good? I tell you what, I, I, I tell you why I think they're good. You tell me why you think they're good. Tobias Harris, he's a baller. I think that's the whole reason that the Clippers are that good this year. He. Now, now I think what's going to happen is teams are going to start figuring him out. But he's a very, very complete player. He's so complete. He's 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 full game complete. He does everything at like a level seven on a scale of one to ten. He does everything at a seven. That's and that's a that's a baller in the NBA. And there's really nothing to figure him out. Like the dude can hope. Like, that man can play, and he's been balling for a few years now. It ain't like he just popped yeah. up. Like, he's been balling for the last four or five years, so there's nothing to figure. Like, this guy is going to stay where he's at. But he's kind of – he is kind of the uh, – what's the – catalyst, that's the word. Can't spell it, but I can yeah. say it. Catalyst. He's kind of the catalyst for their team and uh, kind of leads them as far as even, like, initiating the offense. Like they'll come down, they'll get they'll get their uh, secondary break. They try to jump that off. They can't jump it off. It's kind of like they go right to Tobias Harris. Like, all right, man, uh, do something, bro. You know what the key is to the Clippers? Is what they're gonna be cruising around. They're gonna be like like they are now. They're gonna be hooping. They're gonna be balling around the All Star break. Check on that dude, number eight, Gallinari. <laughs> okay. At this point, he gets hurt every year. At this man, because he he's a tough cover, man. The dude can hoop. If he can stay healthy, I think the Clippers can stay. I think they can stay about the fifth or sixth seed. I really do. But every year, this guy gets hurt, man. And when he gets hurt, they just they can't recover. They're just not deep enough. 
But they got a lot of guys, like you said, like Harold, Beverly, Thornwell. They just got a lot of guys that just that just play hard. Bradley. Gall- Gallinari had a nice game tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had a real nice game tonight. Uh, I think I think if they can if I think if they can can figure out how to really incorporate a long name fella, I just call him Shy because uh, the rest of that I know <laughs> Shy and I know Alexander. Uh, yeah. Another name, Gil, whatever I can't say it. Uh, yeah. But he, I think they can figure out how to incorporate him and use what he has a little a little more. Uh, kind of helping set up that offense, like him doing some stuff with Tobias Harris, I think, in, in, in kind of like some two-man game type stuff would really be major. Uh, but I, I think I think the Clippers, something about them, man, is like I get the feeling people are going to start figuring Tobias Harris out. And when they figure him out, that's going to put a – that's going to put a uh, – it's going to be a big blow to the Clippers. And I don't think they're going to be able to hang on throughout the course of the season without him doing what he's doing now. That's just my just my my feeling on it. I, I just don't feel they're going to hang around. I feel them dropping it down to about a, a seven seed. I hate, I hate to talk like this. Harris, they're not going to figure him out. Gallagher going to get injured, and they're going to barely squeak in the playoffs. Mm. It happens every year. Write it down. Yes, I said it. And I don't wish it on nobody, but that's that's what's gonna happen. But I but if they can stay healthy, I like the Clippers to stay around five or six, but once old dude gets hurt, they're gonna drop and they're they're gonna be right around the eighth seed. But what do you think about the Denver Nuggets? I mean, I know you don't think they're gonna stay at the one seed, but they're an interesting team, man. You know, so the Nuggets. The Nuggets are – they are what the NBA is now, but without, like, major superstars, which kind of mm-hmm. – I don't think they're going to stay the one seed, but I I think they're going to stay top – I think they're going to stay top four. They're going to have home court advantage in the first round. I agree. I think they're going to have home court advantage in the first round because – they are the epitome. They're, they're like, I tell you what, the epitome. I can't spell it, but I can say it. I tell you what they remind me of. They remind me of Boston last year without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Okay. They, they kind of give me that same feel. Like, they, they uh, it's a good team game, and they got – and they play this new style of, of NBA ball, but they can also – they can kind of D up a little bit. Nah, they can and they will. So I think I don't think they drop too much further. I think if anything, like OKC will slide down and they slide like an OKC spot down to like a three. Uh putting Los Angeles at the four. Golden State will eventually slide up to the one. Yeah. This year, Golden State. So I'm looking at Golden State one. Uh The Rockets are going it's creep all the way up to two. Then Denver, then LA. 
That's what I say. And then at and then and then I say everybody else falls in after that. Cause the uh the funny thing is the first round <laughs> could end up being it could be the best series for both teams. I don't think anybody's thought about this. The way that I think that this year is going to play out, the first round for a team from L.A. could be very, very comfortable. You could really just be staying in the same gym for the whole series. Because it really Man, could be the be Clippers tight. versus the Lakers in the first round. Lakers. Yeah, That's going to be interesting. Like, both of those teams, and what does that do? Will the NBA then make some new kind of adjustment because other teams are going to complain about the fact that uh, two teams played the whole first round and never had to travel? Because <laughs> I, I would, if I'm on, if you know, if I'm Denver, I'm like, hey man, the Clippers got to move to San Diego or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like for real, like because you you, I'm the first seed, you're the fifth seed. And you stay at home. Y'all go a seven-game series. We go a seven-game series. And y'all are at home the whole time. That could possibly happen. Right. That could possibly happen. But let's get back to Denver. Quit sliding out of this, okay. bro. That is an interesting team. Man. Why is it so? Why are they so like, interesting? Like you said, they, they're going to end up in the top four. They're not going to drop below four. They got big men. Joker, <laughs> he is no joke. <laughs> like, I don't like that nickname. Like, he's no joke. He's not out there playing around. Joker. In today's game, he has some serious skills, man. Like, that dude can hoop, man. He's And then they got the big men. They got Paul Millsap. Like, people still ain't figured Paul out. Like, his game just throws people off. Paul is like we the offensive version of Draymond Green. <laughs> he's, the, he's the offensive version of Draymond Green. He's Draymond Blue. Draymond Blue. <laughs> like, we used to call him, he, he's flicked it, man. His offensive game is so flicked that people – He's a tough cover. You know what he is? Remember we said the the, the big point guards we call them power points. He's yes. He's a he's a small center. He is he's not a small forward. He's a small center. He's a tough matchup in today's game, man. So they got some big dudes, and then they got some really good guards, man. Like Jamal Murray is. Oh, he's nasty. That dude is tough, man. And Gary Harris, the dude can go. Gary Harris can hoop. Well, you brought up Millsap. People forget, like, if you ain't been watching NBA basketball, you'll forget Millsap was an all-star. Yeah. Was it was it Atlanta? Yeah, he was yep. an all-star in Atlanta. So it's not like this dude is just some some cat that just uh just, just kind of popped up. up. <laughs> He's been doing it for a minute. And then, like I said, they just got a good blend. They got Monte Morris as a guard, too. They got, um, what's his name, big white boy from Duke, Mason Pumley. He can move his feet. He's athletic. My boy Trey Lyles, I like his game from Kentucky. Like, they got some good pieces. And 
they're going to stay in that top four. So, so we, we, we've been in the West. I want to jump real quick before I, I want to jump and then I want to jump back. Uh, Cause I want to say something about uh, the Lakers. You know, I always want to talk about the Lakers and then, and I want to oh, say something about, about Anthony them. Davis. Uh, but where are we hopping to the East? I want to hop to the East and I want to hop directly, <laughs> directly into something that you're going to think is very controversial. You know who is going to be the East champion? Toronto Raptors. No, sir. They're going to lose in the Eastern Conference Finals to the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, my gosh. And there's one thing. You stood behind it. Even before the season started, even before they got Jimmy Butler. Big Burley, Ben Simmons, Joette, Big Ballin and B, and now they got Big Buckets Butler. That's a lot of B's to contend with. <laughs> That's a whole lot of B's to contend with. The 76ers, here's what's going to be tough. Here's what's going to be tough about them. Toronto has Kawhi. Yes. Yep. Toronto has a very good team. Yes, when it comes down to it and it comes down to a fight, I think they're going to have a problem stopping Embiid and Butler is going to outfight them. Butler's going to outfight Kawhi because Kawhi, he's going to outfight Kawhi. This is Kawhi, like I had to watch a few games. Yes, I know. This is his Kawhi (laughs) that was an NBA Finals MVP. I know. this ain't Kawhi that his little groin or hamstring or something. I know. Like it was it was his left Kawhi, boy. Um <laughs> This is this is the I truth. Know. This is Kawhi. Like Toronto's ready, though. Like they rented this dude for a year. Toronto is going to the finals. No. I can't I didn't think I would ever say that. And you're listening to the 45. The 45. But Toronto, bruh. Not just because they're the one seed now. I'm telling you, Kawhi is back. And them guys, it's not the same team. It ain't the same Kyle Lowry and all them from the past years, man. Toronto's ready. I'm going all the way out there weird on y'all. In Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, I'm going to say something. I'll get back to the Sixers. But something that's really weird to me to see in if you know, being from Florida and being down here now is Orlando and Miami battling for the AFC right now. It's like it's weird. Like, <laughs> like, man, we we yeah. ain't talking about you. Just always trying to get back to yeah. Florida and talk about the magic and man. Come but on, I mean, dog. if you look at the if, but if you relevant. look at the East right now, though, if you look at the East, Orlando seriously might actually make the the playoffs because okay. because Washington is tripping. And so there's a spot wide open with Washington tripping because it's like there's eight good teams and then eight whack teams in the East. And Washington has just <laughs> traded places with Orlando as one of the whack teams. They're not – it's weird. But anyway. Uh, Phil- yeah, we're not wasting any more time on the Orlando. So night. Philadelphia 76ers are going to beat the Toronto Raptors in uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. I think that because if I'm looking correctly, let's see, one, eight, Two, seven, 
three, six, four, five. So who would Milwaukee, if they played the seven seed Charlotte, say it started right now, and they played seven seed Charlotte in the first round, they will win. The next round, they would get who? Uh, the winner of Detroit and Indiana, the fourth and five? Yeah. So that means that next round, the second round, Toronto's going to get Philly. But I think it's so early, man. I think because this discussion is not the same in episode 009 as it was 001. The 76ers, I think that by the end of the year, they'll move up to the second seed with Demi Butler. Yeah. I think they'll stay, they'll stay away from Toronto until the Eastern Conference Finals. I think you think they're going to swap with Milwaukee? But, yeah. So what's Boston going to do? Let, that's what you rock baller never met my match. Like, that's my question for you. Where do you see Boston fitting in all this? They are 13 and 10 in the sixth four, seed. Four, like, four seed at best. Everybody was singing their praises. Charles Barkley was all on them, talking about they going to the finals, they going to they might be Golden State. I was like, everybody pump your brakes, man. Like these guys have not played together. Fourth seed at best, man. Fourth seed. At, I hate to say it. Fourth seed at the best. Talent, the talent. It's still early, so you don't think you don't think they can put it together and be the second or third seed. Uh, no, no, I don't think they're better. You know, I actually don't think they're a better team than Philadelphia. I don't think they're a better team than Milwaukee. I don't. Those one, two, and three teams. I don't think they're the they're they're the top three team they have the players but it's anybody play basketball knows it's way more about than just having a bunch of good players um your your players have to fit well and they have a terrible fit right now they like they just kind of all over the place i tell you what's funny uh um uh, jalen brown is out right now so gordon mm-hmm. hayward is kind of playing a little better no, he's playing a lot better. He hit thirty. It's because tonight. it's because Jalen Brown is out. Like there's a there's a body out of the way for him to just kind of get in the groove. And like you said, it's something about yeah that collection of players. Too many it's just small not, forwards. It's just it's not it's not a good mix, man. Get some of the wink, man. Trade 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 at least one of them suckers. We know they ain't gonna trade Tatum. Man, I'm sorry, Jalen Brown. Like you, it might be better for you just to, it, like, I think they gotta they gotta trade, they gotta trade Jalen Brown to try to get something more that's not a wing. They gotta trade Jalen Brown to get something that's not a wing. Watch them trade Jalen Brown and then Gordon Hayward get hurt again. I hope that don't happen. That would be terrible. But like, I don't think I think if they keep their whole team, they're not gonna figure it out. And and Kyrie. People have been saying Kyrie is balling. I think Kyrie is the problem. People said Gordon Hayward's mm. the problem. People said Tatum was starting to do too much one-on-one, but Kyrie is the problem. And I, I love Ky- Kyrie is nasty. Don't get me wrong, but but this Boston team is the wrong fit for Kyrie Irving. Not that, and let me take that back. Kyrie is not the problem. He's kind of the reason why yeah. they're even pulling out some of these wins. But these other dudes yeah. can't get off because of the way that Kyrie plays. 
Kyrie plays kind of like LeBron plays. He wants to initiate I, every single part of everything. Bro, and I think he can. And I think he can lead a team. It's, it was your first point. They got too many wings, man. You can't have three guys that play the same freaking position and and pretty much do all – I mean, do the same thing. It's just – it's a bad fit. And not three guys – you can have three guys that play the same position if they ain't all – all-star potential. Yeah. That's like having – And need to be out there and long minutes. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, they, they, you can have three guys. Like if like if one of them three was a, uh, a, a complimentary off the bench piece, then fine. But Gordon Hayward, even though he's taking the come off the bench role, he's coming off the bench like, right, let me get my buckets. Yep. And that, that's just – it's hard. That's hard to deal with. But I, I still – I think Kyrie – I think when they were talking of that, when the talk was going around about what they're going to do with Kyrie and that, how Rozier could, was good, I don't think in the NBA, I don't think you necessarily need a point guard anymore. Because who really is a point guard now? Like Chris Paul, they all talk – but Chris James Harden has the ball, I think, more than Chris Paul does. You don't need a point guard. It's not like somebody's down there hawking you to <laughs> pressuring you to get the ball down the court. And see, like so, and that's and so. Hey, let me throw that Giannis, out there. Is that that Giannis is, can bring the Giannis can be your point guard. Giannis yeah, can bring the ball up. Like let me nobody set nobody's calling plays and run two. No two. No no get over there. No nobody run. calling. Hey, we run the forty five. <laughs> nobody running the forty five. Like no, like just like they, people saying the big man position is gone. I think all the positions are gone. You got you basically got wings and you got posts, and the posts can all shoot. Yep. So like that, I think I think Kyrie is the problem. I don't think you need a point guard. I think kind of get I, I I say trade Kyrie and Kyrie probably would oh! like that. Kyrie would probably like that anyway. I would say trade yeah. Kyrie to somewhere Kyrie. like New York. Try to get uh, – no, if you're going to have all them small forwards, trade Kyrie, try to yank like a Kevin Knox and, and, and two dirty role players and Bro, just have Kyrie. a bunch of wings out there just running around, just gunning and playing like they was last night. No. You need Kyrie. You need Kyrie game seven last year. You need Kyrie when you get to the finals, man. Ain't going to be no game seven Eastern Conference finals last this you need, year. You, you need that dude, man. Like you said, you need to trade one of those wings, man. You need to figure it out right there. Kyrie is the truth. Kyrie's going to get you to the mountainside. Philly Philly going to be on, on top of that mountain anyway. And man, speaking we, of Philly – <laughs> Watch what you laughing for. But go ahead. I know you've been just nudging, just nudging, just waiting to talk about this. And we at 39 minutes on the 45. The 45. That's why I went on and just jumped it off because I said, hey, I got to go say something about this. Go ahead and bring up the shoulder. I mean, bring up Markel Fultz. So just go. Unleash. So. This is one of the more interesting things that ever happened in the NBA. Let me say what this is. What this is, 
This is a tragic case of of lies. Why I say it's lies is because somebody is lying. Mm-hmm. Either Markel Fultz is lying, the Philadelphia 76ers is lying, his doctors are lying, or everybody's lying. Because the man, so if you have a shoulder injury, who in the world wouldn't just say, man, my shoulder is injured. My shot's going to be a little afflicted for right now because my shoulder's injured, but I can still get out there and hoop. It's just that when I shoot, my shoulder's jacked up. That's what everybody else in the world says. Especially, I'll let you finish, especially when you play for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes. Uh, patient organization. They, oh, there's nobody more patient. <laughs> so, but go ahead. so that's, that's number one. Is that somebody is lying because everybody, that's the easy way out. It's just say, man, my shoulder's jacked up. My shot's going to be jacked up. But I can still get out there and hoop and get buckets. I just, my shot is going to be a little jacked up. I can play my limited minutes to keep my wind up, help my team as much as I can. There's a million players running around the NBA with jacked up shots. He's on the team with one of them. As much as I love being Markel Fultz, really kind of shoots just as good as Ben Simmons with the jacked up shoulder lean. So, let me see you bounce right to left and do your shoulder lean. Shoulder lean. Um, so, that's number one. So, I think the other thing that could be going on is Markel Fultz has lost all confidence in hitting that jump shot, and his shoulder is no longer hurting. It's kind of like when you have a knee injury. I was watching a kid down here in Florida at one of the high schools that injured his knee last year, Sebo. I saw mm-hmm. him in a game last year. Somebody stole the ball, kicked it to him under the goal. He took one drop step, jumped up, cocked it back a little bit. Huge. This year, he can barely dunk. <laughs> He's scared to jump. He doesn't even run the same. I think Markel Fultz's injury might have shook him up and scared him so bad that now his head is messed up. He thinks that something is still wrong with his shoulder and there's nothing wrong with it because it almost seems like it would hurt you more to shoot a, to shoot your shot the way that he does his shoulder when he shoots his shot versus just trying to go through the pain and shoot it normal. Yeah, I think – I, I think, think he is mentally. He's, he's gone. Go, I think he's mentally, gone. Mentally, he's checked out. I wish we had more time. We got about two more minutes. But mentally, he's gone. I think the best thing for Markel folks, and this is not clowning him. We both, me and you, were athletes, so I take this stuff serious. The best thing they could do is just shut this man down. Get this man. Probably need to trade. Get him out of Philadelphia. Get him a press star. Sacramento. This man, this man, I'm telling you, it's the works of something that he could hurt him. He could harm himself. Because he's going. I think it's to he's going to go through so much ridicule. He's not there. Yeah, he's mentally he's done, dog. He's toast. It's a wrap. He don't need to be exposed to any more ridicule. That's no, like, I wanted to sing the whole shoulder lean song and go into Drove's part and everything. Like, but I said, man, he's had enough. Like, nobody needs to clown this man like that. This is, like, this is past sports. Like, 
this could be really seriously affecting his life because, you know, basketball has been so important to him, and now he's got this issue. So I think y'all lay off Markel Fultz. Philadelphia, please get him a new home. And let's just move on get, past past this show. Get 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 him a new get him a new home like tonight, like get him out of there. And whatever team he goes to, I hope they shut him down for the whole year. Get this man, get him get him on man. get him forget, on the right road. The don't don't pull over to the shoulder and and take no risk. <laughs> now nah, I'm playing, but uh, <laughs> this has been <laughs> over to the shoulder. <laughs> don't pull over on the shoulder. Uh, go ahead and drive drive him on home. You have you have <laughs> listened to the forty five. The forty season has started, and we are at full speed. Rockballer.com. Make sure you visit us. Check out some of the gear. Buy you some to have no fear. And that's all I got to say, Cmo. Hey, and we're counting down on the forty five. Four, three, two, one.